0: everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And we're so glad you're here with us today. We are all about real-life solutions for real women, but at the heart of it, we're just two friends chatting about life. Later in today's episode, we're going to talk about our favorite quick and easy Trader Joe's dinners, because somehow, no matter what, our families still want dinner every night. <laughs> but first... <laughs> Where can you find us outside the podcast? Uh, The best place to start is our website, MeganAndWendy.com, which houses links to everywhere else. You can find all of our podcast show notes there, as well as regularly updated blog posts. You can join our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. There's a Fast and Furious discussion of Bridgerton happening in there right now. And all of our plans for at-home hair care. Hop on in. And... You can find us on Instagram where we are at Megan and Wendy LSS, which of course stands for long story short. All those places are great, but I also
1: want to see some emails from you guys, Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. We love them. We got a ton of messages this weekend. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, Yeah. So you can email your questions, your thoughts about the show, show topics, anything. We're all ears.
0: Yes, we would love to hear from you. Now, we have a lot to talk about today, but very, very first, uh, let's rewind a little bit. Um, Last week's episodes were both recorded pre-Capital Insurrection. In fact, Thursday's episode, we recorded Wednesday morning, and as we were finishing, we were getting the Twitter notifications that the Capitol was on lockdown. So... Uh, Those were recorded before we had anything to discuss. Obviously, a lot has changed in the past several days. We're recording this on Monday morning, and we made an episode all about our New Year's resolutions and our hope for a brighter 2021, and we should have known better, really. Yeah, I mean,
1: my word of the year is strength. I'm mm-hmm.
0: still standing
1: strong. Right. So mine's not completely obliterated yet, but um, it's been a weird couple of days.
0: <laughs> so social media is a weird animal. And I we were spending the majority of our time initially on Twitter, um, both taking in and posting. But... As the week progressed, we were sharing information and sharing our thoughts in our Instagram stories. And that's not new, especially in the past nine months. That's really not new. You know, we have been sharing our thoughts above and beyond what the long story short brand is known for there. Mm -hmm. But um, it drew some ire this weekend. And we got a message that was cloaked as business advice, you know saying, look, you need to stay in your lane. This isn't good for business. And uh, my initial response was respectfully, no, (laughs) we're not going to do that. Um, This isn't, well, of course, this is based in a lot of political unrest. A lot of this isn't political to us. We don't believe that saying that Black Lives Matter is political. We don't believe that saying that we are denounce anti-Semitism is political. These aren't political things. But at the same time, choosing not to be political is a privilege. We're trying really hard and not necessarily experts in speaking out and doing the right thing. But we are certainly not interested in not saying what we think. And we're certainly not interested in only speaking about the things that affect our Little Orange County white lady lives. (laughs) I just want to say that we plan to continue creating the kind of content we've been creating. We're going to make episodes about Hallmark movies. And we're also going to say when we think that things are wrong.
1: Right. I mean, we're humans. We are allowed to. This is what made me so mad about that message was like, she was telling us we had to be boxed into this you know, idea, this, our brand, we, our brand was at risk. And I just thought like, that is so ridiculous because from go, we have always been who we are. We've always been our true selves, right? Even if Mm -hmm. we're whatever, our feelings on C's candy or M&Ms or, you know, back in the day when we were doing all that stuff, but we've always been true to ourselves and our opinions. I think that's who, what works best for us and what the feedback that we've gotten is that we are organically us. Anyway, when we receive such like messages that we need to stay in this box because there could be a threat to like our success or whatever, I just thought like, you need to back the fuck up, lady. Like I I couldn't believe that somebody was coming at us from that angle. If you're not liking what we're saying or posting or have
0: opinions on, keep
1: scrolling.
0: We are interested in hearing feedback from our community. But one thing I said is we value our community. We value the conversations that we have, but we do not value it to the point at which we're willing to keep it at any cost.
1: We're not going to talk specifics about the message we got, but I thought that our response to her was, like you said, it was respectfully, no, we're going to use our platform for what how we see fit. And then she just unloaded. She obviously had an agenda. Mm-hmm. And um, it was clear that she was unhappy because our politics don't
0: fit her politics. Got a ton of supportive messages. And I would imagine we also had some people see themselves out and We recognize that there are consequences for the things you post on social media, both positive and negative. And sometimes people decide that they're not a good fit for you. And we have made that decision, you know, individually about people that we follow as well. That's just the way it works. So Mm -hmm. there it is. In much, much lighter news, a great thing is happening on Instagram. I actually think it's TikTok. I think you're right. It was originally TikTok and then reshared to Instagram because mm-hmm. that's where I've seen it. Do you guys know the broccoli casserole song? <laughs> I sing it all day long. Stop it. Do you really? <laughs> yes, it's so catchy. <laughs> she stole my broccoli casserole recipe. Oh,
1: okay it has a really great beat to it (laughs) it does that's the thing is he's actually talented oh no he's like a legit musician i did some look i did some research on him his name is uh Lou Benlin it's l-u-b-a-l-i-n he's a Canadian artist he actually released an album in late 2020 which I found a video on um he had a video for a song called don't know and it's really good it's really good so it's kind of funny that he has these like you know internet drama songs too especially this broccoli casserole one have you watched the other one I did a, something about a phone call or a text message or
0: something. Yeah, about it's <laughs> like a selling something online, like a text exchange. But the funny thing about that one is his facial expressions are so good. Look, of course, we're going to leave a link to this in our show notes. Do yourself a favor and click through to these videos because they bring me so much joy.
1: Yeah, I wish he could uh, make a song for the message we got this weekend. That would be hilarious. <laughs> So recently we've been talking about our small town dreams and I can't remember if we talked about it on, on a Hallmark
0: episode or we did. We what did we you it's the conversation began because you were enamored with the coffee carts in oh, a coffee taking a cart. shot at love <laughs> yes a coffee cart
1: <laughs> um, and you guys want to open a ice
0: cream shop no no I just, Not you guys, my husband. (laughs) What do you (laughs) do? (laughs) I have no such dreams of working in food service ever. (laughs) 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 Because I have the utmost respect for people that do what is, I think, mostly a thankless job. And quite frankly, like my idea of moving to a small town is to have this quiet, slow life. And, you know, working a coffee cart is early in the morning job. But I like the idea of our side-by-side businesses.
1: So do I. Well, I like the idea of our side-by-side houses with our connecting backyards.
0: (laughs) With our joint podcast studio. So this all came up
1: again this weekend because Megan had found somebody on Instagram who has a uh, fountain soda machine in their house. And so I was telling my husband, I said, would you ever be open to that? Because if you don't know, Megan and I love a fountain soda and um, it's superior to all other soda delivery methods. Agree 100%. So I said to my husband, would you be interested in putting one of these hypothetically in our garage? And he was like, absolutely not. That's too much work. And then he's like, wait a minute only if it had the good ice now what good ice I'm talking about is that little it's called nugget ice right nugget ice uh-huh. um, ice or you can find like at, ice. yeah Sonic has it Chick-fil-a has it Um, Raising Cane's has it. Can you think of anybody else who sells that? No, but you can buy
0: a Nugget Ice Maker. They're not cheap. I I asked my husband as well, and he thought about it, which I actually was surprised. And he said, no, because it seems like a hassle to deal with the syrups and the CO2. But he did say in his hypothetical home where he has a full (laughs) game room, he would put a soda vending machine in, which I like the idea of in theory, but I don't love a bottled soda so that doesn't like a plastic bottle soda is the no 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 no. you'll need to oh agree
1: you're gonna need to put a canned soda vending machine that would be okay
0: (laughs) that would be okay a canned soda machine like he would want like A vintage Coca-Cola machine. And if we could put just glass bottles in, maybe we'd be okay with that. So cool. Ultimately, we were voted down. However, in this hypothetical situation where we live side by side in a small town to be determined, we have eliminated several areas so far, we would put the soda machine in in our long story short studio that our husbands are not invited to because (laughs) they're not interested what
1: was so cool Megan showed this picture it was just like a it was a soda machine with only two options so there Mm -hmm. was a coke and what would be your second choice Megan that's
0: a tough call because for me it would be between dark pepper or cherry coke as a second Uh, option what would your second option be a ginger ale I really, mean, I, love gin- I love ginger ale so much. Yeah, <laughs> I like ginger ale too. But I—that's interesting.
1: So on our um, what's it called? What's that board? A vision, vision board. board. <laughs> our friend Lashawn made this great video on how to create a vision board using Canva, which I'm going to do. I am definitely putting that nugget ice machine <laughs> and a and a. Uh, whatever those called a fountain drink fountain and a she shed (laughs) and a she shed yes i need to escape somewhere can you tell
0: (laughs) seriously i have honestly looked into she sheds during the pandemic i wouldn't want one in my house permanently though i'd want it to at some point go away but what i quite seriously looked at (laughs) the options for putting my own little space in the backyard
1: Yeah, I I need a space like that, too. I just don't think I have a space in the backyard big enough to put a she shed. (sighs) I would love it, though. I've been squeezed out of every space.
0: Electricity, and it would need air conditioning. conditioning. (laughs) 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 It it became a bigger project than I was willing to take on. Um, And a lot of them you have to build yourself, which is obviously... I can assemble IKEA furniture. That's the extent of my handiness, so... Unless it comes with an Allen wrench (laughs) and no other tools required, I think it's beyond the scope.
1: Okay, so speaking of food, we'll continue this conversation. I see your note
0: here that it's Girl Scout cookie time. It is. So COVID has changed the way Girl Scout cookie distribution is happening, at least here in Orange County. Um, As of this very moment, booth sales are not being allowed, which is really interesting because I did see Boy Scout booth sales happening Oh yeah, uh, this may have been pre additional shutdown mm-hmm. um, but what we're allowed to do this year that has not been allowed is we are allowed to do pre-orders starting today. This is in Orange County. every council's different. Cookies aren't even available for another two weeks. Now normally pre-orders are strictly forbidden. <laughs> you find get caught doing pre-orders you will lose your cookie revenue. Uh, but this year you can do pre-orders, you can take payment online, so you can do fully contact deliver contactless delivery. There are options for like a curbside pickup. I mean, it's they've really pivoted really well. Um, can you tell us if there's any new cookies this year? Yes. There is the toast yay, which is What is that? Which is a believe a shortbread cookie. <gasps> it's like a French toast-inspired cookie, so it Ooh. has like a the icing on the back, the way Ugh. the uh, lemonades. I think it's a cinnamon sugary flavor. Mm-hmm. I am interested to try it. It doesn't scream to me that it's going to be delicious. Sounds the- too sweet. Thanks a lot went away last year, which, which I am Which is so dumb. Why did they get rid of that? I know. They weren't around very long. And this is the last year for the s'more, at least for our what? council, our bakery. We're, so Remember how hot that cookie was the first year it mm-hmm. came out. This is the last year. So if you like the s'more, stock up and freeze them. Girls Got Cookies freeze very well. Well, I'm a shortbread stan, and I don't think that's going anywhere. So No. I mean, that's been around since my brownie days, so... I think that's that'll be around forever, Mm -hmm. and now we have our chest freezer, so I can. I we did not buy a single box of cookies for ourselves last year, uh, but I will be buying and stocking up because um, if the second wave of a a pandemic needs (laughs) one thing, it's a (laughs) more Girl Scout steady supply of Thin Mints. Yes,
1: chest freezer for the win. Okay, so have you seen the big TV
0: news? So I'm very neutral about this news. I'd like to hear your. (laughs) uh i'd like to hear your opinion well if you haven't heard if you
1: uh took a break from cnn or msnbc <laughs> or even fox news um you would see that sex and the city is getting a reboot on hbo max are you a sex and the city super fan so i've watched the series uh yes. i've seen the movies yes Do I need this show to come back is the big question.
0: I really, like I said, I felt neutral about it. Like you, I watched it. I've seen the movies. I'm not the kind of person who's constantly doing a rewatch. I haven't seen every episode multiple times. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with it coming back. Did I hear that Kim Cattrall is not returning? Not returning. Will I watch it? Out of curiosity, sure, at least yeah. an episode. Me too. Um, yeah, it's,
1: it's back for 10 episodes in the first season. I don't know if they've committed to more than one season if, or if it's one season at a time or what, but it's 10 episodes.
0: I'm really curious of the people who are listening to us, if you have opinions about this, if you are excited. I saw many people celebrating this news, and I really didn't have a reaction. <laughs> Other well, than, you, yeah.
1: you know, it's funny. I At first, I started thinking, like, do I want to watch a bunch of women in their 50s navigate? I, I mean, are they dating? Are they married? What? And then I thought, yeah, I think I do, because I'm close to that age-ish. <laughs> and maybe I do want to watch women of a certain age on my TV, because there's certainly not
0: that demographic on TV. I think I am kind of interested
1: and in I'm I'm what they do.
0: I'm certainly curious. Uh I am not going to be creating a countdown chain to the premiere.
1: No, I'm really curious how they're going to navigate Samantha not being cuz that show has always been about the four core friends, right? Yeah, are they going to kill her? Well, she did have breast cancer at one time during the series, so maybe they do just kill her off.
0: All right, and with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about food. Today's episode is brought to you by clestielshell.com. Handmade creations by Michelle, a Southern California native, who learned the art of sewing from her grandmother, and she has held onto that skill and has now turned it into a business. Now, the holidays may be behind us, but perhaps you need a book sleeve for your brand new Kindle or a coffee sleeve to wrap around all the Starbucks you're picking up with your fresh new gift cards. She's got Valentine's Day designs as well as evergreen designs in her shop. You can get a discount with the code LSSFRIENDS15 and you can find the link to her shop in our show notes. All right, friends. Welcome back. And it is time to talk about dinner. Uh, Wendy and I are always looking for dinner solutions. And we mentioned a while back that uh, one thing we're doing in that regard is we are both Home Chef subscribers. And um, Home Chef is kind of part of my dinner solution. It, like, takes (laughs) the burden off of me a couple nights of the week. Yep, 100%. Um, So... That's why I really like it. It's kind of like, okay, I've got two nights of the week. I do it every other week, just, I don't know, for variety. And right now, through the end of January, you can get $90 off uh, if you're a new customer. So there's a link in our show notes if you want to try it out. We are both paying customers. But another thing I like to have in my arsenal are easy dinners, things that I know that I can turn to that are just a handful of ingredients. And one of my favorite places for things like that is... Trader Joe's mm-hmm. so we each have three meals that are kind of staples that we keep in our back pocket that we're going to share with you we would love it if you have a Trader Joe's staple that you would share with us send it to us in an email and we'll share it with everybody so we can create an ongoing list because we could all use a little bit of help I'm already looking at Wendy's list and I'm excited <laughs> are you I am. (laughs)
1: Okay. You want to go first? Sure. Mine is so easy. The first one is the broccoli and kale slaw kit. It is like a pre-made salad kit. It's in the salad area. Megan, have you ever had this salad before? Yes, I love it.
0: But I'm seeing your note. Keep going. I can't wait. This is genius.
1: Are you sure? I'm not talking about like the pre-made lunch that is like... Know in the bag, and then you yes. add like you shake it all up. Yes, yes. so broccoli and kale it has dried cherries and dried blueberries, mm-hmm. slivered almonds, sunflower seeds, and it has this amazing dressing. Now, you can find a similar bag salad in any grocery store, but we have found that the Trader Joe's one is superior to all the others. We make this probably once a week during the summertime when we're grilling because we make the salad and a grilled steak boom dinner done delicious
0: i love the idea of that with a grilled steak i one of my favorite salads in a restaurant is a tri-tip salad which obviously is very similar yes girl and so easy and you could throw any protein like grill a chicken grill some tofu like whatever your protein Mm -hmm. of choice is and toss it on top i do think the steak is the superior choice here but so easy my daughter even loves this. This is her
1: favorite salad to eat. Like we, there's three of us. And I think a salad, I think one of those salad kits maybe feeds three. I don't know. We always double up on salad because we just love it so much. This
0: particular salad is it, because it's broccoli and kale, it will last in the refrigerator, even dressed. It's still good the next day. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually, this is what I do.
1: I make it, Uh, Probably an hour before we grill steaks because I think it is better
0: once the dressing has been on it for a little bit. Agree. I 100% agree with that. Um, And if you wanted to make it super easy, you could add like the Trader Joe's Jess chicken, like the pre-grilled chicken, Mm -hmm. um, and just toss it in there. And then you've got a two-minute meal.
1: (laughs) Totally. I mean, that's a great lunch if you're looking for lunch ideas. That's an excellent lunch
0: idea. All right. Tell me about
1: yours. What is your number
0: one? Our number one staple in our house always have it is the trader joe's orange chicken it is a family favorite it's frozen and you know it's (laughs) everyone knows what an orange chicken is but um (laughs) we pair it typically with their frozen jasmine rice but you have options there they have a frozen brown rice microwavable rice in a bag is the greatest invention of the 20th century it makes your life so easy We always keep the jasmine rice in our freezer as well. You could also, if you prefer, there's a frozen fried rice that you could make. Um, And there's a lot of ways to add to this. I mean, you could just throw a frozen broccoli that you steam in the microwave. We often also buy the Trader Joe's potstickers, and I cook those up alongside the chicken. So the orange chicken plus the potstickers plus a veggie. Now, the instructions on the bag simply say to warm the sauce through and pour it over the chicken. No, no. You want... To put the sauce in a saucepan on the stove, add, once you've cooked the chicken, add the chicken to that, and then kind of let it heat and keep stirring and it caramelizes the sauce a little bit. It gets that nice sticky orange chicken sauce. Uh-huh. A hundred percent worth the extra step. So I've, we eat that all the time
1: too. I do mine a a, a little bit differently. First of all, sometimes I cook the chicken in the
0: air fryer. I was wondering if you're going to say that. Yeah. Yes, yes girl. Way better. It's delicious.
1: Yes. Yeah. The other thing I do is I do warm the sauce in a saucepan. Mm-hmm. If I cook it in the oven, I will then pour the sauce over uh, the chicken, mm-hmm. coat it really well, and then put it back in the oven for just a little bit to kind of get that like sticky sauce texture as well i like your idea too the other thing that i add here is my husband doesn't like to eat carbohydrates really a whole lot Uh um i know that you're eating a fried orange chicken but instead of rice he likes the cauliflower fried rice okay It's it's frozen i feed it to my daughter she has no idea she's eating cauliflower it's pretty bomb too we like that a lot too
0: all right what's next for me, is the cauliflower gnocchi.
1: Have you tried that yet?
0: Yes, and I'm curious to hear how you cook yours because okay. I have heard some methods make it a little soggy.
1: Yeah, okay, so. We really love the cauliflower gnocchi. We serve it with a ground turkey or a spicy Italian sausage and a marinara sauce. Now, I'm going to say I don't really love any of the Trader Joe's marinara sauces. Okay. So I usually opt for the uh, R A O. Have you seen that sauce? It's they don't. And sell you can it just get that Joe's. in the regular
0: grocery store. Yes,
1: it's at every other grocery store. Mm-hmm. Rouse am I saying that rouse is that how you would say it r-a-o apostrophe s homemade marinara to me is a superior sauce I think it's delicious but any marinara sauce will go in terms of cooking the cauliflower gnocchi, yes it can get kind of like slimy if you don't cook it so I've like experimented a little bit um I cook it according to the directions, but then I also add a little bit of butter to the pan so the gnocchi gets a little bit crispy on the outside. Yes, okay. I have also seen that you can air fry
0: those, but I have not tried that yet. Oh, that you need to experiment with. I bet that's delicious.
1: Yeah, I'm really just not sure. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure out how to do it. Or I'm sure there's a recipe online somewhere that I can find. But Mm-mm, cauliflower gnocchi. And I know people, like, turn their nose up to it, but it is a delicious. I have some
0: of their sweet potato gnocchi in my freezer oh, right now. That's so good, too. That nobody in my house will eat except me. So I'm what? thinking it would be a good lunch. Oh, so nobody good. Nobody likes sweet potato in this house. Sometimes oh. I try and sneak it into, like, a oh, chicken tikka masala. And I'll just toss in some cooked sweet potato in there. It's so delicious. And people everyone in the house gets mad. So... (laughs) I'm the only sweet potato fan. I love sweet potatoes, man. I can eat this in everything. Delicious. All right. My next one is an easy dinner. Every single person in our house loves this as well. And the nice thing is I'm dairy free, so I can easily modify this to me. And that is paninis. Now, my Trader Joe's panini method is I buy their sourdough bread. We buy mozzarella for everyone in the family except for me. They make... Um, they have two dairy-free mozzarella versions there's an almond version and there's a cashew version the almond version is not vegan which is fine for me but it does contain there's something in it that makes it not vegan but the cashew is fully vegan dairy-free cheese (laughs) is an adventure (laughs) but this does melt it does taste good um the the one thing that dairy free cheese does that I notice is that even when it melts, it kind of like retains the shape that it was in, like, it gets melty. But it still looks like shreds on your sandwich. You're just going to have to go with it. We typically buy like the Trader Joe's grilled just chicken. And then depending on the time of year, we'll either make a pesto panini or a cranberry panini. And Trader Joe's makes a dairy-free vegan pesto. And my family cannot tell the difference. Um, So we use that on everybody. So there's no dairy in it. Uh, and during the holidays, when they sell their cranberry sauce in the tub, we were making cranberry paninis. They're delicious. They're just a great, easy, comfort food. I just cook them on the stove. I think I need to add those to a meal plan coming up because they're hearty and they make everybody happy.
1: Yeah, I was just going to suggest I think they have some pre made meatballs too in the. Oh, with like a marinara. Yeah, make a meatball. Panini, that sounds good, right? That would be easy. Not the frozen ones. They have some like pre-made ones in the refrigerated section that I think would be delicious.
0: Oh, and the pesto, the key is you want to buy the balsamic glaze Mm -hmm. and add a little bit of that right before it's done cooking. My kids don't like that, but oh my gosh, it's like next level for me.
1: My friend Kelly turned me on to that balsamic glaze. She makes like a bruschetta all the time. Mm, Yes. Uh, Yeah. It's so good. That's a staple. That's a staple Uh in my house. Okay. Last for me is kind of a new product for me. It's might have been there for years. It's the lemon ricotta ravioli. And I recently purchased it and I asked in our Facebook group, like, how do I prepare this? Like, it sounds delicious, but I didn't know how to make it and we got so many good ideas I ended up making it with like some sautéed spinach and just Mm -hmm. some shaved parmesan it was delicious I think if you added toasted pine nuts or some walnuts on top it's a dinner for me now. A family dinner. My daughter was not into this dinner <laughs> whatsoever. But I think if you're home alone and wanted to make yourself something, you know, nice to eat, or even for lunchtime, delicious. These was were there
0: kind any of sauce, or was it
1: just butter? Like, oh, um, I just used a little bit of olive oil. So I boiled them as directed, and then used a little bit of olive oil and put some sautéed um, spinach on top. So, so, so good. You could use any green too, like if you're like into kale instead, Mm -hmm. or our friend Michelle also suggested like a browned butter and um, sage, sage, which I love that combination too. These are good. These are a little bit on the sweet side. So if you're not like really wanting to eat like a sweet dinner, I would say pass, but these these are a new fave of mine.
0: Well, my last is a winter fave, and it is a ridiculously easy soup. So I buy the steamed lentils that are fully cooked in the refrigerated section, and we grab one of their fully cooked chicken sausages, which everyone appeals to you. Um, and then, of course, the Trader Joe's mirepoix, which is a gift in a plastic <laughs> container, because those tiny diced carrots, it's amazing. Um I wish they sold it in a frozen version. Some grocery stores sell a frozen mirepoix. I have not been able to find any that carry it here. So anyway, that is a gift if you like making soups. I just saute that in a little bit of olive oil and add a little salt and pepper. And then I just kind of toss everything in. So I do a little chicken stock, add the lentils, um, add the sausage closer to the end just to warm it through. And then... I just add a squeeze of lemon juice at the end. It makes it taste so fresh. It's delicious. It's easy. It's fast. It comes together. It's really hearty. Uh, we love it. Your whole family will eat that. Um, my kids will kind of pick around the lentils. <laughs> <laughs> They're not soup fans. I will be honest. Um, but I am, and my husband is. So sometimes that's just what dinner is, and they kind of make do. Oh,
1: I maybe mean, that sounds so delicious with like a baguette
0: like yes yes and Trader Joe's has those like half baked yeah baguettes and you just toss them in the oven you have this crispy bread straight out of the oven it's one of my favorite meals I mean I feel a little bit bad making something my children don't love but the reality is they don't love a lot of dinner so sometimes it's like hey this is food yeah <laughs> Eat you it. get
1: what you get and you don't throw up it. correct question why can't you just toss that mere mirepoix is that how you say it
0: why don't you put that in a freezer bag and put it in the deep freezer why can't you do that i would think there's absolutely no reason you can't do that that's a great idea <laughs> i'm gonna Thank do it. i'm much. gonna buy like four next time and freeze them because it is no different having a company <laughs> freeze it in a sealed bag exactly doing it myself yes doing it all right, if you have other Trader Joe's dinner suggestions, drop us an email. Let us know on our Facebook group. We would love to chat. Make everyone's life easier. And we will be right back with Megan and Wendy Approved. And it's that time where we tell you something we love. And I cannot wait to tell you about this thing. Okay, I'm going to let you go first then, since you're that excited. I am that excited. So I have been building up my wardrobe of comfortable clothes, and I have multiple pairs of joggers from Old Navy. I believe I have four different styles, and I enjoy all of them for different reasons. However... I have a pair that brings me so much joy when I put them on that I have to tell you about them. And they are, don't worry, we'll leave this in the show notes because the old Navy item descriptions are very wordy. <laughs> They're the mid rise ultra light French Terry jogger yoga pants for women. Whew. Okay, let me paint a picture for you. Do you recall the fold over? cropped Palazzo pants of our younger days that are like a jersey material. Yes, I do. Yes. So that's what these call to mind. And I realize you're thinking that's not an endorsement, but here's the thing. They are, the material is incredibly soft. It's very light. So if you live in a colder climate, they're not going to keep you warm, but I'm already thinking to that transition to when things get hot and I get mad that these might actually be a great transition, like indoor Pant to wear. They're not they're not slimming. They're not, there's no compression in the waistband, but they don't feel like they're falling down all day long, like the old fold-over pants. They do have a fold-over waistband and they come in two different versions. They have a cargo, which I am not into. I don't need a big pocket on my thigh. These do not, I did not buy the cargo version, but they do have pockets. And then, of course, they have the tapered ankle, which technically is what makes them the jogger. You want to size down. That's my experience with all Old Navy joggers, size down. Uh, But if you're looking for, they're so comfortable, they're so soft, they bring me joy. I've worn them six or seven times, and I've owned them for 10 or 12 days, so I highly recommend them. Do you wear these to bed? no. You don't sleep in these? You absolutely could, but I don't because I want to be able to wear them during the day and I don't want to like ruin them. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: I'm reading the reviews right now and there's a ton of great reviews, but one of them's like, the crotch was down to my knees. You need to size down. Correct.
0: <laughs> Correct. They have a little bit of that like harem pant feeling to them when you look uh-huh. at them. Did you leave this review so soft? I want
1: five more pairs, (laughs) Megan, nine days ago.
0: (laughs) I could have. I only own the black, so I can't speak to what the other colors. They have a ton of colors. Yeah,
1: the reviews are really good on this. We'll leave a link to um, the pants. Now I'm going to have to go out and get me some. (laughs) (laughs) It's because the pull-on pants are my go-to right now, if I'm being quite honest. Indeed, me too. So for my Megan and Wendy approved, I have a movie. Oh. It is available on Amazon. It is called The Sound of Metal. And probably not a movie you would like, Megan. It's about a drummer named Ruben who is rapidly losing his hearing. And um, he's also a recovering addict. So uh, the threat of, of losing his hearing could affect his sobriety. Uh, it's really good. And it stars... A British actor named Riz Ahmed. Do you know who that is? I don't. Maybe if I saw his Oh, so handsome. Oh,
0: I'm looking. Okay.
1: He was also in a show on HBO called The Night Of back in 2016, which I highly recommend if you haven't seen. It was a series. Yeah, it was really good. It's really slow, but it's really good. So if you are down for watching a good movie... And it's streaming,
0: where did you say, I'm sorry? Amazon. Amazon.
1: Yes. And there is even talk that this could be an Oscar contender. Like one of those, like, what is that called? Quiet Horse? No, what is that? Dark Dark Horse. Horse. (laughs) One of those Dark Horse (laughs) movies that you haven't heard anything about. Especially because it came out in 2020. So, like, you know... didn't see it anywhere it was really excellent i loved it if you guys want to know more about like what we're watching what we movies we like let us know leave us a comment send us an email we could do one of those shows in the future i think we just finished up uh the new season of cobra kai did you guys watch that yet
0: so we started it last night and then um you know i have i didn't watch the first two seasons what Uh, what? I, I I know. So my husband watched that. Oh, my husband watched them and I kind of like saw what was happening, but he watched it mostly without me. But then I started watching last night and then we watched a few episodes and then we had a medical emergency with our dog. So I had to go to the emergency vet. And when I came home, he was on like episode eight. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um Because they're short. I think they're only like 30-minute episodes. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of know what's going on. He's got to be close to the end. You got to go back and watch season one and two. They're so good. Well, and I'm hearing that people aren't liking season three as much as the first two. It's not as good, but there's some nice
1: surprises in it
0: yeah the teenagers are stressing me out I was telling him like all the how awful they are to each other I was like this this is not enjoyable for me it just stresses me out to watch terrible all they want to do is just kick each other's asses all the time yes and like, they're so yeah. mean I'm like God, my kid goes to high school next year and I'm just imagining like these I Cobra Kai kids
1: attacking him in the hallway yeah I told my husband I go this is my least favorite part of this series is like the kid angle like mm-hmm. give me the the Ralph Machi and though i think his name is william zabka like i want that story so in the spirit of uh, finishing cobra kai we did uh go over and watch the first karate kid this weekend and i fell asleep at one part and i just i told my husband i go just make me up when they get to the all valley competition (laughs) because that's the only part i wanted to see I've never seen Karate Kid. What? Oh, my God. (laughs) What is happening? Okay.
0: We're going to have to talk about all this again in a future episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As always, we love a rating. We love a review. It makes us so happy. And it helps people find us in iTunes. We will be back on Thursday with a bonus episode where we will be discussing a New Year's resolution, part of the Hallmark New Year New Movies series in January, and we will have a special guest with us on that episode, so come back then, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Goodbye.